0: Yo, 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 welcome welcome to the RIP 28 podcast. I'm your host, BZ the Great, the educator's educator. And today I have with me two of my good friends from high school, way back, oh, my boy, the L Presidente. What's going on, Mr. Nesbitt?
1: What's cracking? Your boy C. Nesbitt in the building once again. Ready <laughs> to get this thing going. Let's go.
2: Let's go.
0: And I got my 6'5 receiver slash outside line, <clears throat> excuse me, outside linebacker. Coop the great what's going on from the low country.
2: Man, you know, we're doing it doing it on this beautiful Sunday, beautiful Sunday. You know what I'm saying? Doing it live like we always do it. You heard man?
0: Yeah, heard man. First off, man, let us let you know, let us let you know where we you can <clears throat> where we can be found. You can find us all over the place. You can find us on Apple Podcasts, you can find us on YouTube, Spotify. Anchor, if you want to find us, the RIP28 podcast can be found. And just to let you know, we are looking for sponsors. We are also looking for sponsors. We need somebody that wants to spend money on this great podcast to get their business more exposure from Twitter, Facebook, Instagram, YouTube, SoundCloud, and many more platforms. That's where we can be found any day of the week. Come on, like, subscribe, share. Let everybody know how great this podcast is. Don't just keep it to yourself. To steal a word from my boy, Slot, Slot a sports guy. If you're not liking, subscribing, and sharing, your parents just not raising you right. What's going on with you, man?
1: Something wrong with you.
0: Something wrong <laughs> with you, man. Hey, check this out, man. they get getting our show very quickly today because I have some things that we have to talk about. We are all former athletes. We all played on the college level, as we've stated before in previous shows. But I got to know, what is up with your boy, your twin, Drake, Kwame Brown? (laughs) What is going on, man? After 20 years of silence and not being relevant, this guy has taken on the world. He has talked about everybody from the, the all the smoke podcast, Michael Jordan, former teammates, former adversaries. What is going on, man? Can can I get some thoughts from you guys, man? I ain't
1: never heard him talk before.
0: Never heard him talk, right? Until now, <laughs> and he got a lot to say to oh, a that's... lot of people. The too. only person I didn't hear this man come at or talk about. Is my mama, and he better be glad. <laughs> Becky with, the, Becky sure, with the good half. <laughs> with the good hair. Hey. What y'all think about that, man? How y'all feel about Kwame Brown taking on the world, man? He letting it loose. He letting whatever's on his heart, he letting it out. How you feel, man?
1: That man fed up, dog. Hey, he, been, he been the butt of a lot of jokes over the years, man. And, I mean, I feel him. It's like. You know, he was saying how poor he was growing up and everything. He like, shoot, y'all, y'all say I'm a bust. I say I made, it. I made sixty five million in my career. He played twelve years. I didn't know he played that long. But I didn't
0: realize it either until until this came up.
1: Yeah, but he, he, I mean, he wasn't no superstar. He he didn't tell them to pick him number one. Jordan did that. <laughs> hey, you gonna say, nah, I don't want. Pick me, pick me 23. I don't wanna go no more. Hey, ain't, ain't nobody gonna say that, man. He's gonna be like, hey, give me the money. Hey, he just didn't pan out. I mean, and Gilbert Arenas had some good stuff to say about, you know, kind of like Jordan messed him up. You know, if you 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 a number one draft pick straight out of high school, 18 years old, and you got Michael Jordan just going off on you every day, man. That's gonna drop your confidence. So he never really got the way he was supposed to be. I think he could have been. A lot better than it was. I mean, but I mean, it just don't work out for everybody like that, man.
0: Good points, good points. Coop, what you say, big man?
2: Oh man, Kwame Kwame coming out the cut, you heard me? You heard me? <laughs> like they say, don't poke the sleeping bed. Don't poke the sleeping bed. I was you know like you say, he fed up, you know what I'm saying? And like you say, he floated around the league, you know, for a minute, so you got some dirt for everybody. Obviously, man. I mean he just unloaded. I mean I, I feel him though. You know when you know cats on a personal level, and like you say, they taking shots at you on a commercial level, which you know podcasts like we got right here, or you know anything sports center, you know all the outlets they got. You get tired of it, man. I mean I ain't I ain't knocking for coming coming at them. I mean plus you know you ain't getting no money, and you got an opportunity for a lane that lane open. Hey, these days, it's
0: time you gotta jump in. <laughs> he all the way in. Hey, hey, but after but after twenty years, dog, why now, I th- I think, I think, think that's 20,
1: what it is, I think yeah, that's what million, it is.
0: But but he was Cormac, like you said, Kwame Brown has been the ass of jokes for since for twenty years, and he didn't say a word. I understand that you know you eventually get tired of it, but my tired of it would have been after day two.
1: <laughs> <laughs> <laughs>
0: t- I mean, we probably yeah, had to fight somebody. We- yeah, yeah, yeah. You would have had to fight somebody, man. This gonna have to stop. I can't show up to work every day where I'm the ass end of every joke from commentators like Stephen A, who played on a D5 level and averaged 1.6 points a game. I mean, I'm not taking that. Whether I'm whether I'm a superstar or not, I've done a lot of things. That average guy that ninety eight percent of males can never say they did. Yep. I went straight from high school. I went from straight from high school to the pros. I, I wasn't a second round pick. I wasn't an undrafted. I was the number one pick. Yep. How many guys can say that? Not many. We we all played. We all played. We played at a high level. But guess what? We didn't make it to the pros, so I it would have been day two for me.
1: Hey, you lady, had to put a little, lady.
0: you would had to put some respect on my name. Hey,
1: other than LeBron, was there any other guy at high school number one pick? That's KG? about me. LeBron. Nah, me? LeBron or,
2: no, no. No. What, KG no, KG didn't go no one? He, he was not number one. one. No, he was not Co- number one. Kobe was
1: number one. Jo he was he number went.
0: one. Nope.
1: Perkins found out school. You Cee-
0: Cee- were number one. Maybe, maybe Moses Malone Cee- or somebody. Maybe, I was gonna say maybe Moses Malone would be my guess if it was another.
1: Yeah. I mean, now
0: of course you have a lot of guys that go one and done because of the new rules, but to be number one pick, man, that's that's a great com- accomplishment, and he's worth what I looked up almost ten million dollars. So yeah. I wouldn't say he's a bust. I would just say maybe he didn't get put in the right situation because yeah. it was him as a 17-year-old with a bunch of guys like we are now, 41, fab, flabby, and shit. So <laughs> you didn't put him in the best situation yeah. with him playing with a bunch of old heads, man. So I can definitely see where he's coming from, but I just can't agree with the timing of it. A, I I'm guess everybody has, everybody has that breaking point, and that was his breaking point. But when bruh broke, he broke like the levee in uh, New Orleans, bro. Uh, Everything came out, bro. Hey, well, Everything.
1: I'm going to tell you what, what it is. It's one thing when Stephen A. and Doris Burke and folks like that talking about <laughs> you. But, but Gilbert was his teammate. You know, that was a, supposed to be his boy. And, right, and, and then you got Stephen Jackson, Matt Byron, co-signer. He like, oh, not y'all. Oh, I know y'all ain't talking. And then he then he said something about you know Gilbert mess him off some money you know when he was supposed to get a new contract and all that so With you, you know when when uh when your when your friends supposed to be friends or uh, teammates you know that's a fraternity it ain't nothing but four hundred people in the league or you for that yeah. or something like that when they start yeah. talking about you then then that's when that's when you get them feelings and you like oh I got to say something and right. that man said a whole bunch of something yeah right right
0: yeah. But the, 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 the thing that gets me about it is, do you feel like Kwame is becoming is playing victim because he said all they do is sit around and talk about African-American males, but they don't say nothing about the white guys? So do you kind of feel, it? it is it a lane for him to be a victim or is he just speaking his truth? How you feel about it, Cool? What you say, big fella? You're muted, bro. That back. I said, how do you feel if somebody said Kwame is playing victim after 20 years, you finally say something about people oh. kicking on you or, or him saying that they don't talk about white guys that can't play or didn't add, didn't their careers didn't add up to what people thought it should be, but they're always attacking the black male. How do you feel about that? Is he being a victim? Was he finally standing up for Kwame Brown and what he believed in?
2: Uh I mean he kinda he kind of played both sides of the fence. You know what I'm saying? Like, I mean, he can kind of say you a the victim, because the first person comes to my mind when you say like anybody say number one pick bust is Michael Bennett. Over Kwame Brown. Michael Bennett that went to mm. Cleveland. He ain't even in the Kay. league no more. Yeah. That's a bust. Like you say, 12 years for Kwame? Like you said, he can't really call that a bus because he survived. You do a decade in the pro sport, you had to been decent. Yeah. But Michael Bennett ain't yeah. even around no more. And then far as, like, you know, uh, I guess finally speaking up for himself, like you say, I mean, he's been, he been in the shadow. And, you no. know, nobody knows what his money situation looks like. I mean, to me, he don't look like he got $65 million <laughs> from the background no, he of the don't. podcast. <laughs> he,
0: he don't have $65 million. That's what he made over his career. He's worth between eight to ten million.
2: Right, but I'm just saying like he don't look like he's still, you know, living off of that sixty five million. You know what I'm saying? Like his background probably look like ours if we take off (laughs) (laughs) these <laughs> to the <laughs> You, know hey, you saying, speak. Bro. You speak
0: for yourself. Don't speak for me. <laughs> <laughs>
2: oh, my man, you, hey, you got a glass chandelier in the background. My man, <laughs> I want
0: Bro, you better tell him.
1: <laughs>
2: <laughs> but yeah, he, he definitely play both sides. I mean, like I said, as a lane, like the, the, the area we live in now. I mean, you got to jump in in the road with. It. I mean, he gonna be he gonna be jumping right now. I'm Pretty sure a visit Stephen A. might bring him to the table somebody on ESPN, Fox Sports, yeah, they might even bring them on on the on, on, on smoke, you know what I'm saying? That's going to put him in position. So, hey, it is what it is to work for him. and work for him. I, I feel gotcha.
1: he's speaking I feel speaking this truth uh, to him because there's all that pent-up energy and frustration over the years. But he ain't the only one who get talked about, man. They talk about everybody who are bust. Hey, they talk about LeBron and he's still the number one player in the league to me. I mean, you got people saying he's he's sorry.
2: I'm like, man,
1: you got to be kidding, man. That that's just what they do. That's just what they do in the media, man. man. They talk about you. You got to have thick skin and you got to deal with it. But uh, they don't they don't talk about them white boys, though. they definitely don't. Now nah, you got uh yeah. more Morrison. He was bust. He ain't in the league. no Adam more. Adam Morrison. yo. Yeah, what's yeah. the word? Ryan Leaf. When uh before Paint Man or after Paint Man? He got in number two. Yeah, they that down.
0: But it was a it was a debate between Ryan Lee and Peyton Manning. So I, I can kind of agree with Kwame Brown about they don't talk about the white boys that don't pan out. But we all know when you put yourself in the public eye, as far as being a politician or an athlete or an activist, you open yourself up for those things. You open yourself up for people to speak their opinion. Whether it's a, a a valid opinion, whether it's a po- whether it's a positive opinion or a negative opinion, you opened yourself up for that. I mean, just like you said, he's not the only one and won't be the last one to face uh, criticism like that.
1: You he know won't what he You know what it is though. When when he was number one draft pick, we have Facebook and Instagram and all that stuff.
2: Mm-hmm. As, as time right.
1: went on, now he he get on Facebook. He see a joke about him. He just scrolling down the timeline, like somebody got a meme of him getting ducked down or something, you know? <laughs> he like, I man, mean, this
0: it's gotta stop. It's been a lot said about Kwame Brown over the years, man. Like um from Steve, from Stephen A to, to Michael Jordan to Kobe Bryant. But I guess everybody does have that breaking point. Everybody has that 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 time in their life where they say, man, this is a damn no. This is enough. I've heard enough about what I can't do. And, and 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 it's like you said, to be 12, to play 12 years in any professional league, whether you go overseas, whether it's in the MLB or whatever the case may be, you had to have staying power. It was something that you could do. So let's not lose, let's not lose sight of the fact that this guy was a pro athlete. So I mean, we got to give him a break sometimes. But you also, like Chance said, you got to have thick skin when you open yourself up to the public, especially when you playing in these big markets like Washington, D.C., Los Angeles. You open yourself up for that. Luckily, he ain't, his ass ain't playing New York. Because if he was in New York, well, he might have had to be on that 15-minute watch. And we all know what that is. <laughs> That's that suicide.
1: Hey, I seen the memes with... Uh... Kobe yelling at him when they, in leggy uniform, and Jordan yelling at him in the wizard And uniform. in the wizard. <laughs> <laughs> hey, hey, they said he had P- PTSD because <laughs> hey, hey, he hey. took
0: a lot, yep. with, those, with those two guys, it ain't no doubt he took a bunch of ass kicks, verbally uh-huh. and maybe physically. <laughs> you got to have thick skin because greatness, greatness, they are going to want to bring it out of everybody. Whether you an average player, whether you're a role player, whether you just the tenth man on the bench, the fifteenth man on the bench, greatness, they gonna bring it out, you man. That's just what greatness does. That's what it does. I tried try? to do that. I tried to do that for you, bums in basketball and football. But y'all just didn't want to follow my lead. Y'all <laughs> want to do what you wanted to do. You know what I'm saying? But on a serious hey. note, talking about people getting beat and 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 and, and, and feeling a certain way. I was reading this article on this guy um, and he ran, hit the police, a white guy, of course, because you didn't hear about him being killed. A white guy, cursed the police out, ran him over, told him how much of a bitch he was, gave him the middle finger, ran over him, Well, not, I wouldn't say ran over him, but bumped into him with a car. All while you have guns point, a gun pointed at him, and he lived to tell the story. He lived to tell the story. What y'all think about that? Speaking of being beaten down and, and standing up for yourself, how do you feel about that in the times that we've been experiencing, not only lately, but throughout our history, and but more so recently? How do y'all feel about that? A, a white guy cursing the police out, running him over, which was resisting arrest and assaulting the police, but he lived to tell about it.
1: I think it tells him and
0: his excuse me not to cut your own chance and his wife, him and his, him and his passenger, which happened to be his wife. Yeah. How you feel about that?
1: I think it tells a lot, man. It's uh, I mean, stuff we've been talking about and fighting for for a long time now, man. It's like we, like the one dude, uh, I think it was up in New York selling loose cigarettes or something. Selling loose cigarettes, you get killed over that. I mean, it's like you know, hands up. It don't matter, it, it seems like it don't matter. Right? It's like, no matter what you do, you look, if they think you look like a thug or something, they they gonna try to use lethal force. But this dude was like I irate, just going off on police, man, like cuss, like he said, they're cuss-weighted in the book. Bro. And like, just going off, like, just, ah, it, it was rough. Yeah, but nothing happened. You know, the guy who killed them folks in Charleston, the the teenagers, you know, they were dealing with that, they went took him to McDonald's has got him a happy meal and everything <laughs>
2: burger yeah, crazy
0: with, with, with that being said with that being said how do we come back there how do we what do we do because we're damned if we do and we're damned if we don't if we stand up for ourselves and 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 don't let them rag dollars they like the guy that the, the military personnel that was uh maced in the face you think about um Trayvon uh, Martin, even though that didn't happen with the police, you think about George Floyd. I mean, these are, and, and, and Breonna Taylor. These are people that are being peaceful. These are not people that are out here um, committing crimes. They're not out here fighting against the police and resisting. What do we do? How do we combat it? Because we can't just keep marching and saying, it's wrong, "is wrong, it's wrong. When is enough enough and what do we do? What I mean what is we don't have the solution, but what do you think, Dre? What 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 is something that we could do to combat that?
2: I mean, my biggest thing that I always I already been talking about is like step one, I feel like they need to do a commercial, <clears throat> like literally, like a nationwide commercial showing that you comply to the police if you get pulled up. Whether it's something like your hands are tending to all your information in the corner. Or your dashboard by the window, your window all the way down. So it's like you're not trying to hide in case you got a tent or something like that. They need to have some type of commercial to show that you comply with the police. Therefore, at least you can start it on a good note, you know what I'm saying, before it go left. <clears throat> and then on top of that, like you say, to take it to the next level, like our generation won't see it. But I feel like somebody like LeBron, Oprah, you know, these these billionaires, these these jokers that got real money, not no 65 million, but real money, like who can open up these schools and stuff like that, like make these schools like black only, and then make these schools driven to drive these kids into politics, into these seats, you know what I'm saying, to change these laws and, you know, to to, to get some of this oppression off our back, because if we don't become police chiefs, you know, we don't become Supreme Court judges, we don't become, you know, more than just the mayor. We got to be the center of these states. You know, we got to get in these seats. So, therefore, when this stuff co- starts coming down, then we can drop the hammer on these police officers. But until then, like, they're going to always kind of find that little that little, uh, that little, gray area, you know what I'm saying, to kind of wiggle them out of, the, oh, we're going to drop it down to a manslaughter charge. Uh, oh, this happened, da, da 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 Like, it need to be certain consequences. Your body cam off, You need to be a rap. You do it with your body cam, I'm not getting charged like a criminal. Snatch the bands off, we treat you like it's a good You murder somebody. You know, uh, somebody, you know, they didn't physically do anything like George Floyd. The man, the man eight cops on his back. You know what I'm saying? Like, to me, I'm sorry, every single one of them cops deserve life. Not just the guy who had his hand on his neck, I mean, had his knee on his neck. All of them, you know, mm-hmm. Hell, yeah, even, the damn, even the dispatcher who uh for Trayvon Martin, when the dude called, I think he called the police and they told him like, no longer to pursue the, the situation. Yep. Yeah, they told him to back off or whatever. Like, hell, even they need to be goddamn, you know what I'm saying, get a, get a charged for it because they should have, you know, sent the cop out there. You know what I'm saying? Like, oh, no, this is a, a security guard calling about a young black man. No, that's too much let in the police office out there. Matter of fact, sir, hold on. Wait on the police to get there instead of just back off. You know what I'm saying? They left the window open for him to do what he did to Trayvon, even though Trayvon beat the hell out of him before he killed him. But um, you know, that was that. But, yeah, it, I mean, it definitely needs to be, like I said, a commercial. Maybe some t- something in place to show that, hey, I ain't got no problem. I ain't, you know, hey, you got me. I was speeding. Or, you know, California roll, failure to use a turning signal, my tail light out, whatever. You know what I'm saying? Like, I'm complying. Do not, you know, saying look at me like I'm some kind of animal, you know, because that's
0: really how they look at us. They look at us like we some untamed animal that could jump out of cage on themselves. Quick question: What, what, in our communities? Because I, the way I feel is, it's gonna start in our communities, and it's gonna start with strength and numbers. We gonna, as black folk, black and brown folk, we gonna have to stop being crabs in the bucket. That's where it's going to start to me. It's where it's going to start at first because we have strength in numbers. We have strength in numbers. If, if, we, if we start coming together as black folk and start policing our own communities, and start doing better by each other, making sure when I, if, if I make it somewhere, I make sure like my guys on the podcast, I reach back and help them. Then y'all reach back and help somebody they reach back and help somebody and bring those strength in numbers, man, to where we can show a solid front, solidarity and unity. If, if we, if they can see, if they see where they can take a small population of black people and turn them against their own race or manipulate their minds in a way to where they become um, against black people, we ain't gonna never get nowhere. We gonna have to come together, man, and start policing our own communities and having our own things to show that solid front. If we don't get a solid front, man, we're going to continue to fall for these things.
1: Both both of y'all make some real good points, man. Um, I'll add a little little piece to that. I think it's just educating people, man. You know, as both of y'all know, I lived in Arkansas for about eight years, and uh, man, a lot of those people there only seen one or two black people in their life at, at some point in time. You know, it's like, all they know is what they seen on TV. Even, uh, I was listening to All the Smoke the other day and Jeremy Lin was on there. And he said, growing up, you know, that's all he seen was black people on TV. And, and his parents, you know, they see a black person walk down the street. They be like, oh, lock your door, do this, do that. And you know, he had to learn, once he started playing ball, you know, he played with black people. He's like, man, these people are pretty cool. You know what I'm saying? I don't know why. Everything on TV portraying them the wrong way. But then when you think about it, all the big producers is, is, are white people. You know what I'm saying? So they, they choose that narrative to show to the world. And a lot of people take TV as real life. But it's, it's everything. Yep. It, it, yep. And, and everything they see on Facebook or Instagram or Twitter is real life. When it really is just a small percentage of the people, you know, you ever heard the 80-20 rule where you spend right, most yep. you spend most of your time on 20% of the people because then the people who give you problems. Cause I I don't post that much on Facebook. I, I probably should start saying a little more positive things. Cause most of the people on there just out there BS and talking crazy, want to argue with somebody and stuff like that and and fight. You know what I'm saying? Cause they know they behind mm-hmm. the keyboard, you know, do being keyboard warriors and stuff like that. So Man. this this education to being more positive and and trying to bring everybody together. I don't I don't say. I, I mean Dre, you said have all the all black schools. I say, get as many cultures and different people in the same school as you can, so everybody can grow up together and know that there ain't no difference between nobody. We all humans. We all human. no matter what where you came from. You know, that's I mean? right. That's how you. I like. You oh, no, be- no, no, no,
2: no. I'm with you with that. I'm talking about like far as like these, but more like a, a specific type of school to drive kids, like I say, to be judges and lawyers and get into politics, like. Us in particular, mm. you know what I'm saying? Like, don't no, we're wrong, our, our black women, they standing strong for us right now. There's a lot of black women getting into these politics and they they moving up the ranks, you know what I'm saying? Yeah. And, you know, I definitely respect them all day, but we need, you know, we need the black man to step, step up in there too. But I also feel like, to me, I feel like some of this police violence that's going on is trying to drive the black man away from politics, drive the black man away from wanting to be a part of the police department, you know what I'm saying? So it'll, it'll never be like another Obama. You know what I mean? Mm. It's to me, I just feel like it's one of them type of things that's going on behind the scenes. And like I mean, like you said, they trying to control the narrative. If you look at it, all the black women, like old girl from Black Panther, you know, no disrespect, but she bald headed. And I ain't saying that all black women can wear a bald head and get away with it because they can't. But at the end of the day, it's just like, why are black women gotta be bald headed in the movie? You know what I'm saying? Like, why <laughs> she can't have a long phone hair like Wonder Woman. You know what I mean? Yeah. <laughs> oh, you know, we gotta have an afro. Like we don't live
0: back in the 60s no more. You know what no, I'm saying? But because they, they want those same stereotypes that is always the, the like you said, the narrative. They want it to be the same. But check this out, I want to piggyback off something Dre said. If we don't have a seat at these tables with no representation, yeah, we gotta get a seat at the table. We got we gotta be at these big meetings so we can have our voice heard. If we don't have a seat at the table, dog. We don't have anybody to speak up for us and they're going to think it's just okay to go with the same old average that has been happening. We have to get a seat at these tables, whether it be in politics, whether it's in education, whether it's in the judicial system, whether it's on the police force, whether it's community activists, um, motivational speakers. We have to start uh, directing our narratives from our perspective and stop letting people speak for us. We got to get seats at these tables. But a lot of people, what do you think about when we run for these offices and trying to be the police chief or mayor or senator, president, they're trying to expose your, your shortcomings or who you were in the past. Do you think that kind of hurt how black men are, um, are willing to step into those things? If you have, some of those things in your in your backgrounds as priors and things that you may not want the world to know.
1: Well yeah if you had a check oh, yeah. if you had a check the past, yeah. But I mean there's plenty it's plenty of black people that never been in any trouble that you know can get there. But so uh, I understand what you're saying, but somebody who made it up that high, they had to kind of for the most part be on the straight and narrow to get there. Cause you know, you gotta go to a good Good college, master's degree, pad all this type of stuff to get where you need to be, and that take a lot of hard work, you know. But you might have an uncle that did something, and they'll find that out too. You know, you can't you can't yeah. control you can't control your family or your, your people that you grew up in the like if you came up in the hood or whatever. You, Ain't nothing you can do about that. You you didn't choose where you was born at, but right. they'll, they'll bring it up.
2: Yeah, it runs it runs deep, man. It runs deep, like like you said, I mean that's perfect example of what you're saying, like, you know, they backtrack your family, backtrack your friends. And that's why I'm particularly saying, like, a school, like, shortstop at a high school. Like, most of us don't really do too much wild at uh in elementary school. You know, all is pretty much just kids just figuring out what, what's going on. And then we roll up to middle school. Middle school, okay, yeah, you start smelling yourself around seventh grade, you know, eighth grade, whoop, whoop, you know, but you're still kind of in line for the most part. You might just get out of line because you kid class or you late to class or you kiss some girl in the hallway or something like that. You know what? Late back for recess, but we trying to, we we in overtime, you know what I'm saying, at, at the basketball court. But you still kind of in control of the environment. And then it's like once you get to high school, then that's when the doors really start to open. And it's like, so we can funnel, you know, a group of kids into politics, like say, in the law enforcement, the judicial system, and stuff like that, and then now when they do backtrack, they ain't nothing there. You know what I'm saying? Like you just go ahead and stop it. So now they just they transition from high school, going on into college, going to law school and everything else they gotta do and get into these positions. So like I say, the, the record will look good on the back end. But like you say with us now, like yeah, yeah, it's too late in the game for us. We done did what we done did. You know, people got DUIs, people got drug charges, you know what I'm saying? Gun charges, stuff like that. Yeah, you might have beat it, but like I say, as soon as you open your mouth, I'm like, oh, I'm gonna run for uh uh, superintendent of the high school or
0: whatever the school district Nah, bro <laughs> you yeah. got charged i know you i know you the story guy but i got a story it just happened in in, in my school district i won't say where i work because i want to stay employed for a little while longer but <laughs> in my school district we just had someone run for the school board and they went to her facebook and pulled up all counter pictures dog like I was like, what that got to do with such and such being on the school board? If she's qualified, she's qualified. But they pulled up all counter dirt. Like, how can we let this person be around or or, or or speak for our children? Look how she's dressed. Why did she say this on Facebook? So we have to be careful. So if we wanted those seats at the table and we know how hard it is, I'm not saying that we're going to be perfect, but we got to kind of limit that check it, um pass. If we're going to get those seats at the table and be able to represent ourselves. But before we move, I want to say here on the rip 28 podcast, we are not all negative today. We just had some, some, some topics we had to get out, but one of the positive things on the, the positive and new things we have on the rip 28 podcast is my boy G five monsters, 90s block. We have to bring a little bit of positivity to this episode, so we're gonna kick it over to the 90s block with my boy, a uh g5 monster, aka Plexico Burris, aka Kwame Cooper.
2: <laughs> go ahead, baby. All right, all right, all right, 90s block is here once again. Once again, all right. We're gonna start off. We're gonna start off with uh let's see. see. We're gonna go with uh instead of movies, we're gonna go with television, television from back in the day, full house. Or family matters, <laughs> but you know
0: about that. Oh, Ooh. I I I know I know we should. Oh, dang, that's a hard one, cool. You didn't came with it today. I tell you, I watch both of them. <laughs> hey, I like both of them, dog. But yeah. i just because I'm pro black.
1: I'm gonna go with
0: Family Matters. <laughs> uh, I, I, did, I did love Michelle. I mean I did love Mary Kate um Ashley though. I will say that. <laughs> but I'ma go with Steve, Laura, and the Winslows.
1: Hey, hey, that's funny right there. Hey, I'm gonna go with Family Matters too, just cause Urkel and then Stephen Urkel. But Stephane, Stephane, You,
0: you, 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 you
1: Urkel. Stephon Ur- Urkel. I, hey, but but <laughs> but uh you know it's funny when you look when you look at where they are today. I think one of them a porn star, all kind of stuff. Man, they, right, they, right. They, they were a little rough on the edges out, out of there. Yes, sir. <laughs> but, yes, but, sir. But, but I love that show. I love I love Full House too, though, man. It was a good show. You know, and it's funny that the dad, um, that man. You ever heard this comedy show? Oh, man, that man. Cut. That man cussed like a sailor. Though. Hey you, you, right, thought a he, you thought he you thought he was like the uh, wholesome guy but that man he he raunchy boy he hey,
0: and, and he was on uh what it was america's funniest videos yeah, he was the of yeah, <laughs> <laughs> hey, he trying to give them damn vibes that, All right, hey, yeah
2: let's, he, he's let's straight next one yeah I guess I'm gonna go ahead and throw one boat in there full house I can't remember the uncle name but the uncle was cool that man always had something going Joey. on
0: yeah. Joey and um <laughs> Yeah, Joy and um, what was the other one name, man? Oh, the corner one. I know yeah, you're yeah, yeah. About. yeah. <laughs> yeah.
1: But the Joy, cool? One.
0: Joy, Joy, Joy was the corner one. Jesse right. was the cool one.
2: Yeah. <laughs> right, right. Yeah, that was my dude. That was my dude. I used to always look forward to see what the hell he had going on on the show. Yeah. But yeah, so all right, all right, that was a good one. That was a good one. So we're gonna move it on to. I guess I'm gonna hit y'all with this music. The music. uh What y'all wanna do? We got Maya versus Monica.
0: Oh Maya?
1: That's easy for me.
2: I'm going Monica. <laughs> I'm going Maya. Yeah, Monica had
1: more hits. Hey, I I, I like oh. Maya. Maya, like,
2: Maya had the looks though. <laughs> hey, what? Oh okay. Monica? Oh Maya? my gosh. Yeah.
1: Hey, I like Maya. Whoa. She, she she had that song with Cisco. It's all about me, 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 <laughs> I was like, ooh, that's my favorite. Man, you gotta, go, you gotta
0: go with Monica.
2: Just I'm going face, with Monica. The, I'm going with Monica.
0: You gotta go with Monica based on the fact she had beef with Brandy, the boy is mine, and all that. Ah, they
1: didn't beef. They know, did, that. They man, did, they did that. that. That That wasn't beef. That was and money. They had beef. Yeah, but nah, yeah, she called up, she was I'm good. Talking
0: about, I'm talking about the way
1: they set it up. Yeah, and yeah they yeah. was
0: arguing. And, and, and the coolest thing was they was arguing over me. <laughs>
1: Hey, it might have been somebody
0: instead named of, LeBron, but not you. Hey, check this out. <laughs> hey, instead of instead of the boys, man, the real lyrics. Until I said, my girlfriend gonna get mad. You know what the the, the real lyrics were? For the you can is back not. up. LeBron is mine. Oh,
2: nothing, nothing, nothing. see y'all crabs in the bucket, man. Y'all, hey, you to know, hey, 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 you that know that what he's talking about. You know, back in the day, you know, the songs used to be on record. You know, you play it backwards to say something different. Uh, uh,
1: <laughs> <laughs> All right, we, we about to wrap up now this block.
2: I <laughs> uh, got another one. I got I got one more. I'm going to say the best one for last. I got one more for the and best another one. one. I'm going into clothes. Clothes from back in the day. Triple fat goose uh, or the starter jacket. The starter pullovers from back in the day. Starter, starter jacket. <laughs>
0: Hey, you want nobody in, 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 in center and Jews middle school if you ain't have no starter Jack. You can't like,
2: you, you had to rep your squad, or oh, people ain't believe that was your team, dog. You had to rep I, your squad, the dog. Los Angeles Kings, but what we knew about that hockey back there, boy, uh, boy Chris.
1: Like, I'm yeah,
2: trying to tell you, dog. Uh,
1: yeah, I'm gonna go with starter jacks, too. I had a, I had a, a, a Raiders one, I remember, Yo. I remember so man. We was out there hooping. In the gym, and somebody stole my jacket. I put I put my jacket on up against the wall. And somebody stole it, man. Yeah, well, I, got, I ended up getting it back. But hey, I always wanted a triple fat goose. Though I think they was a little more expensive than the starting were yeah, the They were. Uh, so I ain't never get one. But. Hey, the
0: dope boys had the triple fat gooses.
2: Uh, <laughs> uh, hey, they had them had the feathers. They had the
1: feathers inside of Yeah, uh, and
2: the real feathers. Yeah, <laughs> goose feathers in the thing. You hey, better
1: believe I, it. I, At least, at least we thought they were goose feathers. They might have been some.
0: Made right, not <laughs> that, 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 that was some turkey feathers, that man. Crows, <laughs> that was some <a>
2: crows, <laughs> All right, all right. Now, this is the best one. This is the best one. I know y'all going to trip out on this one. this sports, sports. Joe Montana,
0: Troy Aikman. Jesus. Joe Montana.
2: Troy Aikman? Which one you up? I'm going with Joe. Well, this
1: show. Big
0: game Joe? Big yeah. game Joe?
2: Yeah. That Undefeated joke? in the Super Bowl. All
0: right. Until right. hey, Tom Brady, he was goaded until Tom Brady came along, bro. Like, oh. I mean, he did that in the West Coast offense, dog. Hey,
1: they, them, them both, both of them boys had some <laughs> Troy I mean, got
2: what well, Troy I mean, got on three, didn't
1: or yeah. Two? Yeah, three,
0: right he? Yeah, but he but he was never the focal point of any of those Super Bowls. Let's be real. Let's be real now. Emmitt Smith in that offensive line and Michael Irvin, and then when they beat my Buffalo Bills, it was the defense with Ken Norton there. Troy Aikman was never – he was never the focal point. Never. I mean, he was a a Hall of Famer for a reason, but he was never the focal point. You could never say Troy Aikman took them on a run in the playoffs where he put the Cowboys on his back. In my opinion. Now, you got some Cowboys out there. That might that might be different, but for man. me, I'm going man. Joe. I'm going Broadway Joe.
1: When you sit and think about it, though, Joe Montana team was stacked. Yeah, Sir Rice, Taylor, Roger Craig. I can't remember the full Tom back Raff, name. Rick, Tom Rapp, Brent in. Jones. Man that, man, that man had everybody too. Hey, both of them got a good setup. Hey, yeah. so, but, but I'm going with Joe. But don't don't act like he just did it by himself. He has. Right.
2: Right. right. Well, we you know, I'm biased. Try. You know, I'm biased. I'm a San Francisco fan. Your, so you know, I'm going you with your audience. <laughs> your opinion about time is
0: matter, 49 man.
2: <laughs> <laughs> well, I appreciate y'all. Appreciate y'all. That wraps up the segment for the 90s block. That wraps it up for the 90s block.
0: All right. Appreciate you. Appreciate you. And speaking of wrapping up, man, before we wrap up and before we get our parting shots, I got to let you know where you can find. The RIP 28 Podcast. You can find us on Spotify. You can find us on Anchor, iTunes, Apple Podcasts, wherever there is, um, um, any media, any social media, you can find us. Go ahead and like, subscribe, and share The RIP 28 Podcast. If you're not doing that, something is totally wrong with you. You need to be evaluated. But (laughs) make sure you go like, subscribe, and share on Twitter, Facebook, Instagram, YouTube, SoundCloud, every platform, Anchor. You can find the RIP28 Podcast. And now we will throw it for party shots to my guy, my boy, the G5 Monster. Oh, man. Party shots for the day. Party shots for
2: the day. Like I said, once again, man, everybody stay up, man. You know what I'm saying? Salute to everybody who didn't get the coronavirus. Salute to everybody who survived the coronavirus. <laughs> you know what I'm saying? Quit playing. Go get that vaccination. I know y'all talking crazy, but, hey, look, you can't go nowhere without no vaccination. You are going to be able to go up in some of these buildings without no vaccination. So, you know what I'm saying? I, I mean, I get it. It's like your hand being forced, but uh, sometimes you got to do what you don't want to do sometimes. But uh, everybody stay up, man.
0: Good words. Good words. Yeah. President
1: Hey, man. Keep doing what y'all doing out there, fellas. Hey, Like I said, just try to keep educating people, man. You know, like Dre said earlier, might not happen in our lifetime, but we just got to keep pushing forward, man, and just educating people on equality and uh, just making this world a better place.
0: That's what I'm talking about. And for everyone out there listening, we want to thank you, thank you, thank you, For joining us, listening to us, like, subscribing, and sharing the RIP 28 podcast. And what we want you to do is make sure you are telling everybody about the RIP 28 podcast. Let them know where you can find the great podcast, the RIP 28 podcast. And for everybody out there listening and for everyone that's not on the podcast, that's a part of the RIP 28 podcast, we thank you also. And we would say we going chunk you the deuces, holla, yes sir, <laughs>
2: I say, boy, I hear nothing. (laughs) I don't hear nothing.